0: All right, Grizz Nation, we are back. Fight on, Montana. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh last couple of weeks, man, I, I can't thank you guys enough. Luke and I uh, are, have been amazed by the outpouring of people communicating with us, downloading the podcast. Um, so we really appreciate you uh we're glad that we can talk some sports and and uh that you guys can get a hold of us as well and uh I can't believe that we get to do this and yeah it's a great thing man so how are you Luke I'm doing really well yeah I'm just glad it wasn't the outcome that either one of us expected but
1: I'm super pumped that we are 3 and 0 cuz this game before the season even started scared me more than any game in the first yeah. 5 games that we uh you know are playing just because of who they are I mean I, I've been shouldn't do this but I've been reading Sam Herder and some of these other people out there just talking crap about the Grizz that we barely pulled off a D2 win. And that's that looked look like a D2 school to me. Those guys were huge. No. Um, there's a reason they're the best D2 school out there, and they've only lost three times in three years. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that we won, but it was, uh, it was a lot closer than I thought than I think we thought comfortable. But at the same time, it really felt to me like the ball just was not bouncing our direction. I mean, one of the ones that stands out really bad to be is when here our defense just keeps stopping him. We sack the guy. He fumbles. The ball gets kicked. <laughs> it goes like to the first down mark. They grabbed my wife didn't understand it. She's like, what? How do they have a first down? I'm like, because he kicked it forward. And technically, now that they got it, that's a first down yard. I was like, this is just, it never happens. It doesn't way happen. The bo- way, the,
0: way ball the ball turns, ball. man. So. Yes. So, you guys, uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, make sure that you get onto uh, YouTube as well. And uh, subscribe to the FCS Fans Nation Network there as well. Uh, you can get a hold of us on Twitter and also Instagram at FightOnMontana. And then you guys can find us, you know, myself and Luke, on Facebook and, and Twitter and, and whatnot uh, to, to get in contact with us. But, whew. Not what like Luke, you, you started in man, not what we expected. A 17 10 to win, uh, if you can call it a win, because either way, it, if we win by seven, that's pretty much looked at as a loss, and if we if we win by 20, it's a loss. It's lo- looking at it, it was it was kind of a lose lose situation. We had nothing to gain from this game except for maybe getting better in a way, yeah. I mean, um, if, if you
1: look at like the coaches poll I felt like they got it more versus like some of these people some of the media people throwing their polls out they just see d2 didn't watch the game see what happened and unfolded know about that team so that's what part sucks but we're three and oh and that's what really matters I mean even though it was close really and I've been trying I've been talking to other people online about this I'm like we can still prove everything like We've got to play Idaho. We got to play Sac State. Yep. We got to play UC Davis, the Kitties. Um, who am I missing?
0: Portland State, oh. NAU, yeah, uh, Idaho State. No, one more big one, uh, Sac State kittens and Idaho, and Sac UC, State, Davis. UC Davis.
1: Yep, yeah, those four big ones are the, the, the coin flip ones yeah. that I would like to think that they're still coin flips, but we win those games. Everybody that's talking crap about us right now, barely beating a D two school, yeah. won't be saying any of that.
0: Well, and you, if you look at it like uh, we dropped from twelve to thirteen, and I think the uh, the coaches poll, media poll, we were media. eleven in the coaches poll. Yeah, and so go to thirteen, and you look at um, other polls from Sam Herter. He had us at seventeen and dropped us like to twenty one. Um, I've been fighting back with uh, other people too on Twitter. Is <laughs> like with this like that that was not a Division two team like like. Yeah. That they, they, out. Their offensive line outweighed us. Their defensive line outweighed our offensive line pretty handily. Um, you know they, they've got a lot of talent on that team that they weren't recruited by Michigan, Michigan State. You know Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan, Western Michigan. That you know just go to that go to that uh, that that school because they have nowhere else to go. And there's also some some people that go there and they. They've been at an FBS school where they've fallen out from, and this is their last chance. Like their starting quarterback was what? He was a four-star prospect, that uh, Malachi Mitchell or whatever. Yeah, he was a four-star prospect, and he didn't he play it like, like. Well, this was like his eighth year, so. Yeah, yeah,
1: Doctor Malachi,
0: Grant, grandfather. <laughs> Good lord.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it's, uh... That's so not,
1: that's not your typical D2 school. I, so no. this past weekend, I went and watched a D2 game during the day um, beforehand. And it was, a there was, I think it was Colorado mines and versus South Dakota school of mines. And they were good, but like, yeah. you could tell they're D2 and stuff. And I, I compare those teams to what I saw in fair state. I'm like, this is not even close. Like not yeah. even close what we saw out there.
0: Well, and it's like, you, you look at uh, who they play in their conference, the GLAC or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Grand Valley State, which Grand Valley State is a perennial powerhouse as well in Division II, which they've won numerous yeah. national championships, and that's their rival. So they're equally yoked in that area where they're battling each other. Um, But let's get into some of the stats. Uh, They're not pretty, but uh, first downs, they beat us 17 to 18 in first downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, rushing yards, we had 84, they had 129. Um, which was, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that's the most rushing yards we have let, um, this year. Yeah, and uh, we, our average is like two, it was not good. Um, pa- yeah, passing wasn't much better at 105, and they had 156. Uh, they out they out us by almost 100 yards. Um, our average play was point uh, 4.1, ours was 3.4. You know, you look. You go down all these, all these areas, man. You know, we had the bright spot for us. We had four sacks. They only had two. Uh, But why they won? Like thoughts. Let's go before that. We go into like why they won. Um, Luke, give me your thoughts on the game, and then we can kind (laughs) of. go into reasons why they won the game because I have some thoughts on, on why they won the game and it pretty much doesn't have to do with any of the football that was on, on the field
1: no so well I guess one of my thoughts was is that like especially on defense I felt like our defense was mean doing extremely well and actually dominated at points Um, a lot of things were like it's just one of those games where the ball doesn't bounce your way and just Weird stuff happens. Um, I don't know, I don't know what holding is because <laughs> guys get tackled. I'm I'm literally yeah. yelling at the TV. How can you hold governor like this? And oh yeah, and, and on top of that, this is they're one of the most penalized teams. I think they're the most yep. penalized team in D2. And so, I mean, they just I saw some of those things. I'm like, and our defense just still rallied, and yep. I truly really feel like we won that game because of our defense. Um, they kept us in it the whole time and made plays, and I, I also feel like um, and I'll admit I was wrong on this play. The very end when he threw the backwards pass or fumbled it and we scooped and scored. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. looking at his knee at all. I was just like, How can oh, you no I pass wasn't. backwards yeah. pass? When they showed it, I'm like, Oh crap, yep, his knee was down. So he was down. That that's the that was the right call. Yeah. Um for me, after I saw that I felt like it was the right call. But if we run that ball back, score that and do all that. I think that the the narrative from the national media and some others is a little bit different than when you have a such close game like this. See,
0: I don't think so. I think if we would have had to beat that team by at least 24 points, like like 14 points, like two touchdowns. I I honestly don't think that's that's enough to say, hey, we, we dominated that team. Um yeah. Well, I, you know, we, we
1: definitely didn't dominate our offense. I'm just no. saying our,
0: our defense did a great job on
1: them. And I think our yeah. special teams for the most part did. Our offense, I felt like in the second half, is really where they stepped up finally. Uh, we were getting pushed around, especially oh, line, definitely. all over that first half. And they must have had a come-to-Jesus meeting because they looked a lot different in the second half between their, their pass protection and the line blocking too. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. 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 thoughts on the game. like crowd atmosphere looked amazing there. That almost, was the
1: biggest crowd we've ever had, I heard. twenty-seven. Yeah, it was like,
0: 000. almost like 27,000, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, having uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley there, that that was really cool to raise the 37. Like, I wish they would have shown that, like, in the broadcast. Uh, but I didn't have uh, video for, like, the first, like, five well,
1: minutes. no one did. A bunch of us yeah. were on Twitter going, what the heck? So I, I know, was right?
0: to, to Riley <laughs> and
1: Greg on the Victory Sports app until finally the, the – the dang uh, video came through and
0: yeah so uh and then ferris date beat us you know pretty handedly uh our o our beat us on the o-line and d-line uh rushing and passing like i feel like their d-line gave our offensive line trouble in the first half and then it was i think we got better in the second half but it wasn't dominating i don't think our our offensive line dominated no i'm just um, saying they were better at all yeah um our defensive line you know, I think our our defense did good. Our defensive line they got pressure, but I really have some questions about our defensive line. And 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 Luke, you can kind of um, go into that when we kind of go into the offense and defense a little bit. I have some questions for you, being a, a defensive lineman, um, and just what I'm seeing. But uh, let's go into some of the reasons why we pulled this game off. Uh, I totally think uh, if you're giving giving a game ball, like the fans should be definitely getting a game ball uh, because Fair state had 15 penalties for 106 yards. Oh, yeah. And a lot of those penalties were crucial points of the game that, that point of the game where they were at the what one inch line, and they got that bomb of a pass, and then it was like a holding, so they like wound up on like on the goal line. That was huge. And then they kept uh, getting
1: penalties on the goal line. It was like, all right, move them back another centimeter. Well, that exactly. Was,
0: you know, just, that was cracking me up. Exactly. Um, and then the penalties just killed that team. Like I don't know how. I, and and this is going to be really interesting. That I I kind of want to follow Fair State this year if they continually uh you know get penalties like this it'll be interesting to see how far they go because they're so talented and so big that they can kind of use that in their uh, in their their you know their back pocket where they can just out muscle and out talent the other teams uh you just can't do that here in you know our uh, the FCS but uh and I also thought you know our special teams won that game for us too uh that punt that pinned them down, between yeah. you know the one yard line, Graves yeah. got the ball right there. Some people were yeah. tight roped.
1: That their their guy was down there too, but he got out of the way, so Graves can go ahead and catch that. Like some, I know some yep. work, there might be a penalty, but he can do that. And that was a, I mean,
0: he went back shoulder, caught that. Oh that yeah, super yep. hard, and that was a great, yep. great play. And then uh Bergen, you know, he didn't run it back for a touchdown, but that was kind of a spot where we needed some momentum, <laughs> and him just to. Like, run forward and catch that ball, ball on the run where I didn't think he was going to go for it. And just all of a sudden he just burst out of there to, to return that ball, to get it into the field position. Like, honestly, this game was won because we won the switch on that field position. We kept on switching that field on special teams that that wound up winning us the game. And we kind of outlasted the opponent opponent. And, uh, you know, Luke, your th- reasons on, on why you think that they, we pulled it out well i just I mean I, I still think though,
1: that our offense showed up better in the second half um Sam was throwing some good balls when they let him through. oh yeah oh, uh, exactly you know Eli started having some good runs and success actually running up the middle i think where we were struggling is I don't understand some of the play calling <laughs> it was third and two and we're running it to the outside and
0: I just I, for the 15th 16th time where they're they're they're, they're fast to the outside. Yeah. They're very fast the outside. And we got, we got, I mean, when it's first
1: down and you don't get any yards, that puts you behind the sticks automatically. And then yeah. all you're doing is try to play, play catch up and mm-hmm. it limits your playbook and all that. And so, but there's times when like Sam would step up and he was throwing like nice oh, yeah. balls. And, and so, like, that's, I mean, I threw out a, a tweet on Saturday morning. I was like, Sam Vidlex to have 200 plus yards passing. I was wrong. <laughs> he only had 105. <laughs> but we didn't throw the damn ball. I thought we were going to no. throw the ball all over the field because that's where these guys are susceptible. Instead, it was we ran, ran, and ran some more. You, like you said, we had 41 rush yards. It's like we were just For, – 41 attempts. attempts. Yeah, 41 attempts. Yeah, 41 attempts. Sorry. Yep. 15 um, passing
0: attempts. Yeah.
1: I just – I feel like – I don't know why we're not letting them open up the passing offense. And there's yeah. – I'm watching the film, and there's times when Sam missed a few, like – he didn't step up when there's guys wide open and stuff like that. Um, yeah. so he was getting some happy feet and stuff because they were our own line wasn't doing what they should do. When they do create that pocket, I feel like he could pick somebody apart. But and, see,
0: the, they did that, like he, he and sorry to interrupt. Luke, he, he had some times where he felt the pressure and he didn't make the right choices, but then yeah. he did and he showed that growth where yeah. he stepped up in the pocket. Like, I don't know how you don't say, Hey, great job, Sam, we're gonna, you know. Hey, you did the right play and reward somebody like you don't get growth without without actually having to put the guy out there and have him do things and learn things. He's honestly still like literally legitimately still a freshman because he has not played. I know it says sophomore, but he hasn't played anywhere for how many years?
1: His college snaps are so few. This is the most. But there's – I guess where I'm going with this is there's there's glimpses of – Really good stuff that you're seeing out of him. I mean, it's just like, oh, he's got it, he's got that, some of that it factor. And I'd really love to see us, especially against like NAU, open it up, yeah, and just let our plus our receivers. I'm like, let's oh my gosh, a lot of good people that are doing good things, let's open it up and get them the ball. And anytime we get Junior the ball in space, it's like, watch out, you never know what's going to happen. And yeah, I still, uh, I still curious too, like if that. If we count that as a catch, when junior goes way down the field, we're right in position to score again. And it's, you know, we're going and yeah, I still, I'm still baffled. I've watched that over and over again. Cause he grabbed it, took three steps and then he went down and then, it, then bobbled a little bit, but grabbed it back and went got up. I'm like, okay, three steps. That's,
0: that should be a catch. Well, and, and, and the thing that bothered me was they whistled it a catch, right? Went down, we set up for a play, and we were offside, so they called a penalty on us. Yeah. And moved us back, and then they reviewed it.
1: Yeah, like, then they reviewed it.
0: I, yeah. I, thought, I thought that once a play was happened, like, that's a play. That was actually a play. We were offside, that they can't go back. And, and I maybe that's a, a – I thought that was a rule.
1: I, I thought that was a rule, too. I didn't, it didn't – none of that made any sense. sense and it no. felt like the uh... – like Grady Bennett, didn't understand it either. He's like, this 1-2-3, that's a, that's a catch. I mean, like yeah. like I said, I, I'll admit, that that fumble, run back touchdown, I thought for sure, and then as soon as they showed that knee, I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's okay. That's a sack.
0: It's not. What, and we don't get any any perspective, like the big side commissioner. He's not going to say anything. Like, no one's going to say anything about, hey, this was wrong, which I wish they would. The only thing that, like, like so Bobby could – like
1: coaches can, and, and he just not just him. Any coach can do this. You can take a play and send it into the office and be like, "I don't understand this. Why, why this?" Now whether yeah. he'll do that or not, I don't know. I know he. I don't think he does it very often, but we can do that. It's but I don't know if it ever goes anywhere. I know we've done it in the past, and it's just like, "Oh yeah, sorry."
0: Well, <laughs> no, if, if 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 you don't do that, then you get this sh- crappy ass like yeah. reffing that we still have. Like yeah. I wish he would do that because. Like you've got to, you've got to, you know, tell them that, you, that this is this is not okay. Like we have probably the worst, refing games in the FCS, probably and probably in all football. Well, and there's it, been some doozies. The problem is
1: too, though, is like it's. I've heard it from the high school levels on up. It's so hard to get.
0: Oh like, yeah, appreciate. definitely.
1: Yep. It, it's it's wild because it's just hard to find people that want to do that. Um, I know I've been asked, but I've just got other stuff going and I can't go ref high school football because my daughter's doing stuff and I got the, you know, yep. so many things. But like for me, I'm like, well, maybe one day I'm going to do that once daughter's out of the house and stuff because there's just such a need for people that are passionate about football that understand football and then can try to call a game. So it's, it's hard for these refs and I try to feel for them, but when it's like it feels super egregious, I'm just
0: like, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> Well, you know, let's go uh, into some things that went wrong, man. Uh, let's start with the offense because, like we kind of mentioned, um, we ran the ball 41 times. Mm-hmm. Um, we passed the ball 15 times. Eli Gilman had, had had a pretty good game, 19 attempts with 86 yards and about a nine average when we were only averaging about two the whole, the, the whole team. Um, the O-line had a high, hard time versus that Ferris State defensive line um which they were they were big and fast they were big boys. Um, yeah. yeah uh and then vidlac just seemed to like he finally hit a groove a little bit in that third fourth quarter yeah um but kind of struggled to to find rhythm um fun facts for you guys um uh second fewest Montana has the second fewest pass attempts in the whole league uh with 65 uh we 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 that's two less or two, two more than the cats, which have 63 passing attempts. We have ran the ball the most in the big sky with 143 attempts. So we've passed almost the least we've ran the most. And one, one thing is Idaho States in one game, they passed for 63 yards. We've only passed 65 times in the whole season in three games. (laughs) Isn't that
1: nuts? It's it's, it's pretty wild. I mean, I feel I, like I said last week. I really felt like we would open it up because it felt like everything I looked at, and not that I got to watch a lot of film, state, oh, yeah. but everything pointed to they were susceptible to the pass game. Well, and even the
0: stats said that though, too. Yeah,
1: I mean, and then we, and I don't always believe the stats, you know, sometimes. No, but it felt like we just came out and was just like, let's pound the ball. And I was like, okay, it's not working. No, no, no. I'll just keep it'll work. It'll They're work doing it's it. It's kind of how we. Yeah. I was like, gosh, it just it's not working. Come yeah. on, open it up. And then when we started to, that's when we started getting progress, Then it was like, ah, oh, pound the rocket.
0: Well, and that's what was what was so mind-numbing and, and, and stupid last year was we still did the same things. And, you know, we're going to, you know, after this game, if we don't pass the ball, you're going to get the naysayers, and they're already out. They are out, out last week.
1: Because I got a few people that were like, should we put Rosie back in? I'm like, no. Oh no. give Brent, give Brent a chance here. Um, I think our biggest problem was the fact that we just the goal is to get out on for after first down, get to that second and five, because it opens up the playbook. If second down is second and ten still, which happened a lot, or yeah. second and thirteen, but well, that changes everything. Then you're just so behind the sticks, it just messes the whole game up.
0: Yeah, I just I, I feel like our our offensive identity. Is you know in twenty years in the, the 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 later where we're just running the ball, we are not an SDSU or an NDSU or even the kittens where our our offensive line is going to maul you to death and just run. The 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 cats run as a different run. Uh, running scheme than, uh, than we do. Oh, totally. And, and NDSU, NDSU does, uh, you know, a different as well. So I just wish that we, what we have on offense is we have a really good group of running backs. We have a really good group of wide receivers and we have to a quarterback that has glimpses of being really good, but right. needs to be able to practice a craft. But I honestly don't like three games in, this is what I've seen. And, and hopefully i see something different i i wouldn't bet on it because i i saw what they did with last year like from 20 uh, 2019 when we had uh sneed mm-hmm. it's dramatically gotten worse our offense has gotten worse every year i feel and, like and it's not like it's not like like little it's huge yeah. huge
1: i feel like the coaches trusted sneed more like they, they trusted him to run the offense. And I feel like there's still a little bit of trust there, like trust issues with, can you run all this stuff? Um,
0: but trust is but earned. earned. You just kind of don't just like,
1: well, and, then, and it's, and it's, it's kind of off too, because of the Utah tech game where we just ran the ball the whole time. Cause that's what, yeah. that was, what's going to work. We're just pounding, pounding, pounding. So that one I kind of throw out now that we're getting into conference play, that's what interests me. It's, playing teams like NAU because, like, NAU is – they're, I mean, pretty – I think the last time I looked at their plays, they were 50-50 run past the yeah. thing. And so – and the defense they, they run is a three-man front, which is more like yeah. ours. So I just feel like that will – getting that three-man front will make the quarterbacks, whoever it is back there, um, feel better, more comfortable, and go. I I I'm throw this out right now. I think Vidlac's going to start this week
0: again. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think we're gonna pass it as much though. I think they're gonna they're gonna say, "Oh, there's a three man front. We're gonna we're gonna run." That's a what we're yeah. Yeah, I, I think that I don't think they're gonna pass very much.
1: Now it um, depends on which three man. For I mean, we can get into this later about NAU, yeah. or two, but um, they have two different three man fronts they run. Like against Utah Tech, they were way spread out, but part of that's because mm-hmm. of the, how spread out they are. Against Arizona. They were right down. He you had your zero technique, one technique nose, and the other two are over the guard. So it depends on what we, oh, okay. get, we get there. Um, if they do more of that Utah Tech thing, I I think we'll run it because the gaps are so big. Yeah. But if they're down the center there, well, then you just
0: have the mm-hmm. old line, just freaking keep them right there, create that wall, and chuck the ball down the field. Chuck the ball, yeah. Let's go into our defense a little bit before sure. we get into kind of the NAU yeah. as well. But, uh, you know, what are your thoughts about the defense? I thought the defense played great. Like the linebackers,
1: yeah. especially look at it. Hill had 15 tackles, two yeah, sacks. Amazing. I mean, they were flying around. Like I said, that I know you had questions about the D-line. I saw more freaking holding.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw a lot ever. of them.
1: It was just constant. I'm like, what the – do you not see this? It's like unless they were ripping <laughs> their jersey off, they weren't going to call anything. It's ridiculous. And so
0: – I mean, Governor never, got held like bear hugged and like, like hugged for that one where he, I was like, Oh, he's going to get the quarterback. The guy like grabbed him and was like bear hugging him. Like well, it, was, it was bad, but he still got through and made some, made some plays and stuff.
1: Um yep. I mean, he had two, two, he had two tackles, but they were both for loss. Both yep. of his, his big plays that he does the bench press afterwards. I, I, I don't know what that is, but I love it. I love this bench press thing that he does. When he's all jacked up. It's awesome. But, I feel like our D line actually played pretty well, um, especially. Here's a big reason: if you look at the quarterback and what they're doing, they're reading our defensive ends, and there were so many times like, if they would suck down, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, he's gonna pitch the ball outside, or if he yeah. chases that outside, he's gonna go under, and they all that. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> in the middle of the game, you started noticing our guys were just coming off and almost intercepting him right at the point where they're handing the ball off, and we were blowing yeah. plays up. So that's stuff there, I mean, that's. And that offense they run is more like that Air Force offense that's hard to it's assignment football I thought for the most part we did a dang fine job because if you look back at fair state they're used to putting points up on people
0: oh yeah and
1: we shut them down I mean I don't care if they're due to d2 they're the best damn d2 school that is in the nation they could probably should probably be playing FCS if there's not an FCS there's not an
0: FCS school in Michigan no nope. I names these guys up they should be in the FCS you know one well, it's like who would you, where would they play like uh, the Missouri Valley is not going to probably. Ohio
1: Valley, them. maybe, because they're Ohio, just Ohio, right above Ohio. Yeah, the OVC, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But it's uh it surprises me. So, I mean, with no with no FCS teams in Michigan, well, who's going to take those drop downs from Michigan, Michigan State? Exactly. From exactly. Michigan. Schools like this school, Ferris mm-hmm. State. Ferris um, State, Grand Valley State. I did think it was pretty cool that after the game, their head coach was like, if Houck's ever out, I'd love to come coach here. He's like, is it like this every week? I mean, he yeah. he thought that was a pretty cool environment and I I think his players I was saying it last week that they weren't used to the big crowds. I think they fed off of it somewhat just as much. They thought this is, man, look
0: at this environment. We they've never played anything like that before. Yeah. Sometimes that can juice people up, too. Exactly. You know, I, I thought the D line did did well. They handled they handled the second half a lot better than they did the first half. The first half, I think they were just getting not manhandled, but I think that they the way that they play, they kind of survey that offense kind of, and they don't kind of do what they want to do until they kind of feel out the other opponent. And I feel like that their offensive line was just getting a push on our guys where they were able to to run it and. Um, in, in, also just run run in the middle and just and just get those plays um I, I think that we did a lot better in the second half uh our linebackers i i thought they played amazing amazing well, our um, defensive line set up to you know fill the hole and let our yeah line- yeah definitely it. yeah and then w- without that d line you wouldn't have those linebackers doing those amazing things as well so i totally get that um you know our cornerbacks, you know they I, I think they're the quarterbacks and the safeties did a, an amazing job as well I just think that sometimes with our, our safeties and our quarterbacks, especially our quarterbacks get, have a tendency of getting beat. And this is what I saw. Like we were, our quarterbacks were off their, their wide receivers. And I, I could be a reason why, but they were, they I, I think they were not wanting to get beat deep because of the run that they were running because there's that one pass that they got. Our guys were beat deep and this isn't the first time that we've gotten beat before, where I don't know if our guys are just a little bit slower than some of these wide receivers or if it's technique, but we have in the last three games have gotten beat a couple different times. And I'm just wondering if it's scheme, if it's maybe just, just us being a little bit slower some in that it, position. Some of
1: it is some of it definitely is scheme. We uh, we are yeah. running some different zone fronts out in the back there now um, that Tim Houck's doing. And I think, Sometimes we're running like we're running zone in the inside and man on the outside, and so it's it can get things messed up, especially, and that's what worried me too about Fair State because the way they mix and match all of a sudden it's like yeah. you got to know which guy you're taking, and if, especially in your zone yeah. if you're switching off, and all of a sudden that running back comes coming out this way that can really screw things up, and I think
0: at the beginning they were messing with our heads if you will a little bit. oh yeah well their motion of their wide receivers and their running backs where that that really can trick up some some players yeah. and some teams but um, i mean one
1: positive gradney
0: three picks in a row
1: feels like yeah. he's uh ford out there when he was on his run you know getting all the picks and stuff i mean that's just that's awesome i'm so happy for him especially because yeah. the way
0: he's made his way up the depth chart and,
1: and he's definitely start. earned it yeah
0: absolutely so uh, my just a last question for you, Luke, and you know, I, I mentioned it before, you know, the defensive line, um, you know, we, we, this game was kind of different where their offensive line was huge, right? <laughs> there, there, there's not going to be, we're going to be hard pressed to find another big sky team that has the weight that these guys do. And they weren't necessarily, they're pretty, like they're, they're decently fast, for yeah. how big they were but they were pretty round and it's pretty they, big, they were more right? athletic than i thought they'd be like yeah I me too were, i
1: mean i thought they were gonna be a bunch of fat guys but I yeah i did too like
0: and, and they were they were big
1: not, they, um, they, they, they could move around and they're definitely athlete, definitely athletic
0: yeah and so you know with our defensive line our defensive line is not heavy not big by any means you know we we have one guy that's over probably 280 well probably two because ramos is, is is pretty close to that and then Gom, uh um, governor uh w- our ends you know they average 235 to 250 maybe you know I i'm just worried that you know we, we have the guys in the town on the defensive line but are we fast enough on those ends are, are our defensive ends fast enough because that that's what it came down to is um, they were going to push our defensive line with how much they weighed and just pure sure. muscle, right? And you can counteract that with us being quicker, right? And I don't think that that was something that I saw. And so – and it could be me and in, in the scheme that they were running, and I think it is too. But just a question that I had is, are we fast enough where if we play these teams that have a big offensive line – that we can counteract that with our speed, and and okay. I didn't I didn't see it then, but I also know that we're we're playing a scheme that might not allow for those defensive ends to explode and to to use their uh, yeah. agility and, the, and their quickness as well. A lot of times we'll have one defensive end
1: whenever he shifts over to that far side of the line, he's the one who's more the speed guy. Um, yeah. The other linebacker that comes down because you'll saw, a lot of times you'll see Governor get over to almost like a uh, three technique also, and then whoever our defensive end, he's in a three technique, and then it's that outside linebacker that comes down, whether it's Wilson or uh, Jana Caro, and be almost that other defensive end, like it's a forefront. He's standing up, but he's rushing right away, but he's yeah. right at that tackle tight end spot. And so it turns that other DN almost into a, you know, a defensive tackle, even though he's technically not. But yeah. in this, and especially in this game, it was so much – Know your assignment. Don't blow up the field too far. Because if you do, they're going to hit us right underneath because they they have so many options there. And I think that's why maybe they looked a little slower. But in that second half, when they, whoever decided, all right, go to the mesh point. Just because we had that told me, okay, we got the speed to get there because it's hard to do to get to the mesh point, whatever they're doing. That is hard to do. And all of a sudden, they started doing it. Um, The energy the defense had too, that whole second half, like I felt like I'm like, we're not going to lose this game. These guys are, they are flying around. They're going to make sure that, I mean, they, they felt like we're going to stop it. Um, yeah. The only thing that bothered me, and it's, I'm sure it's just a coverage thing. It was like fourth and forever. We oh run, gosh, fourth and 27. Yeah. And then the, the <laughs> backs almost looked like they were running. Prevent. Prevent. And I was like, <laughs> no. no. And I know that's not what it was. It's the zone they're running back there, but it just, they when they got it, it was like, let me run it again. And it worked the next time partially because we rushed the quarterback that next time yeah it just
0: never works
1: (laughs) and that's not what that defense is no but it felt like that because we put them right at the line i was just like oh my god make the play you know when we were flying around hitting so much that's when i'm like why change it when things are working
0: i know we don't want to get
1: beat deep but geez, it's
0: yeah exactly you know, that they had some big but they had like a fourth and twenty-seven and then a third and long as well that they got to that was like holy cow, like what in yeah. the world is going on? Um, you know, it, 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 we gotta stay positive and we're three we're, you know, and, and it's kind of hard saying we're three and oh, but we're really not I, three why
1: is it hard to be three? We're three and oh no,
0: but we're three and oh, but it doesn't count towards our record though, in well, the end. It just doesn't count to the playoffs that's all no but we're, we are 3 and 0 but honestly great. we're 2 and 0 when it comes to the playoffs it though
1: it doesn't matter
0: we have an opportunity in front of us
1: to play We do like UC Davis Idaho Sac State and the Kitties
0: and if yeah. we do our job there all that stuff will work out okay uh, i'm just saying that it doesn't count it counts but it doesn't count Like, like, honestly, like that, that's what I'm just throwing out there. Um, but you know, what are your thoughts on those coin flip games? Oh, I can't talk now. Coin flip games. Are you still saying that Sac State, Idaho, UC Davis, and I think we both agreed that, that, that cat game was kind of a flip just because of the rivalry, but we were kind of like, eh. So I I Um, think we're going to beat
1: Davis. Um. I'm more, I think we might we might lose to Idaho. That's the one that really worries me. Actually, is the Idaho game. I think we beat Sac State in our house this year. Um okay. really do. I mean, we should have beat them last year, but we didn't have. We just, I mean, things went weird in that game. Yeah. So I think we beat them, and then the last game against the neighbors, we we'll, I still think it's a could be a coin flip, but I really think we're going to beat them too. So, I mean, yeah. The, the Idaho game I think scares me the most. I haven't watched them, but I just keep seeing them climb up the oh, different gosh. stat sheets and everything else. And, um, coach Eck, I, I think is a great coach and motivates his, his players very well. So that's, that's the one that scares me the most coming up. Um, but one game at a time, we got to go down and beat NAU first. And I think we yeah. can do it.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, that UC Davis, that first, you know, that, that, well, not first road game, but it, it, that, that first test, right. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how we how we play. I think that's a 50-50 game. I I don't think that Idaho game is a 50-50 game. I I just don't think we match up well with them at all and I I just think that they have our number right now. Um, I still think we can back, win, but it's going to Oh, I think gonna, we could. It's going to take it's going
1: to take a lot for us to pull that W. On. So that's why I'm actually really yeah. excited for the next 2 weeks with with NAU and Idaho mm-hmm. State because these are teams we played before. We're Ferris, yeah, yeah. we didn't know jack about them I and I'm sure the coaching staff was trying to yeah. figure out what we didn't now there's kind of this these opponents we've played before we know the Sky Dome's like down in Flagstaff and we know kind of what I mean Idaho State definitely new coach we kind of know what their whole thing's about and I think that could help us solidify the offense more and just get the defense even rolling so that that's what I'm hopeful for I hope that I'm yeah. right about that and we see the offense kind of solidify and get you know more of a it feels like we've been kind of jet, we've been all over identity? the day. Yeah. It, 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 we just get an offensive identity because, yeah, I feel like we, we just ran a bunch against Utah Tech because we could. Yeah. yeah. And so let's, let's do that. And then this last game, it was kind of like, oh crap, we're so behind the sticks. Let's just get out of here with a win. And so that's what we did. Yeah. And so I, I really hope we get, get some I- offensive identity this next week against NAU because we need it.
0: Yeah, and I think that, you know, the Idaho game, like I said, is, is probably not a flip. Uh, Sac State kind of worries me just because it, they have a lot of the, the parts that they yeah. – like, you, you really don't know who they are. Like, they have parts, you know, are they going to play up to their potential or are they going to flounder because they have, you know, new coaching staff? But it's not a new, not a new culture by any means. They yeah. have the guys there. Like, yeah. it just – you know it worries me because they did definitely have our number, um, and so I, I do think that that's probably a 50 50 game there. And then you know, all you know, it's a rivalry game. The cats, you know, that that that's they've had our number, and we have to prove that we can well, beat that team. Last week – we beat him the here in Missouri. Su-
1: yeah. the year before, we surprised the heck out of them and took him. So, that's, yeah, and that that's game. what I said, yep. yeah. yeah, but the uh, the sack game, like people are going, well, oh, they beat Stanford. Do you know how Jack their yeah. team up? Because Stanford is off this year. But when they're oh, going yeah, to definitely. play their old head coach, you yeah. know
0: they had that extra reason to show up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Up. You know, you left us. Look what we can do still. So Well, and Stanford isn't the Stanford of, no. of old. At it's, no,
1: it's not. But I would still say that that game is more 60-40 us. Because we're playing in Washington Grizzly. The fact that we haven't beat them in four years,
0: I just – I really think – let see, the only thing with that is is, is that you can kind of be devil's advocate, and where it, last year was three, right? So, what you know, we should I understand, I understand we should have won that game, but I'm just being devil's advocate where you can always just say that, oh, this and this and this, but until we actually prove it, you know, it, no, that's, it's just talk.
1: I've said that a lot. This year's a prove it year. Um, the one yeah. thing I think that also benefits us is that because there's so many team good teams in the big sky this year. Mm-hmm. everybody's beating up on each other. I mean, this weekend, oh, yeah. I think you got what the Cats playing Weber. You got yep. um, oh, Eastern
0: Washington playing, I think, Idaho.
1: Yeah, and Eastern looked good this weekend. I watched Oh, no,
0: is it-, it Eastern Washington playing Idaho, or is it Eastern oh. Washington playing UC okay. Davis?
1: You got Sac State going to Idaho.
0: Oh, Sac State. There
1: you go. Yep. Yeah. Sac State's playing Idaho. You got Weber going, or Montana State going to Weber, and then you got Eastern Washington going to Davis. Yeah. So That's the other thing, is everybody's going to beat up on each other and our schedule kind of is advantageous that we don't have to play some of them till later so I'm hoping we stay healthy and like I said get things worked out before we get into that brutal part of the schedule.
0: Yeah. It's it's definitely going to be uh, man this 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 next week's going to be some some good games to watch some football if you're oh, yeah. on your I mean, TV. <laughs> the, the, the thing is is with all these people
1: playing each other like SAC and Idaho, you got, you know, top 10 yeah. teams playing there. You got Montana State Weber State and so that's just going to them beating up on each other is going to help
0: us. We just got to keep winning. You're definitely going to see what the big sky looks like pretty fast where you know you're going to have these huge games that kind of decide things and kind of get things in motion where you know we've got two games to kind of you know do what we need to do and kind of look yeah. at those other guys and say well we just going to get some film on, on you business here and then it'll be interesting to see if
1: these teams, if those games, the other conference games are close
0: yeah.
1: or if they beat the hell out of each other, one team really rises up. You know what yeah. I mean? If if you get Idaho come out and just put like, you know, beats Sac State by let's say 21, that's a statement. You know, oh yeah. If, we, if Montana State, who just barely lost to uh, South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, goes in and gets beat by Weber by 14 or something, well, that flips things around. So, I mean, there's just so many things that could happen. Now, do I think this can happen? No, I think the cats are probably going to go in there and be weaver. Um, yeah. I think Idaho is going to win the sad game. That's, that's those, those two, that's my opinion. I think Davis will beat Eastern Washington, even though Eastern looked pretty good against Sela. They're hard for anybody to go up there and play on that damn red, ugly red ass turf. And win, yeah. especially, you know, when you're not used to it. So, um, so yeah, I think Davis, Idaho, and, the kitties will, will win this this weekend
0: yeah and i i uh, yeah I, I think i agree with you i think i think uh davis will win i think i will win. i think that the cats will unfortunately win but i have a problem with the, the kittens quarterback uh would you say he's a backup or he's a starting quarterback now uh, Sean Chambers. Chambers, uh yeah. on twitter man i think like i think he deleted i think he deleted oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah like, oh, well, he God. said it, and I, I, I took a photo of it. I still have it. And I was like, I think I mentioned it to you. I sent it to one, one of my other friends. Like, are you serious? Like, it, it, well, why why, why, do, why? do the Cats fans, and now the players, like they just can't get the Grizz out of their mind? And I was trying to t- so, talk to my wife about this. So jealous. I mean, oh. our it, team,
1: having O'Malley there, was so jacked because they oh, yeah, the UFC, and here's a Montana kid. Who is a total Grizz fan? He was having oh, yeah. a blast at that game, getting to raise the flag. You saw him on the sidelines, just jacked. Yeah. And then they let him in the locker room afterwards. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Um, because how doesn't let a lot of people in, but I mean, this he's a world champ. Of course, yeah. you can let the world champ in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that was great for recruiting. It was oh, just yeah. great for the I mean, the whole team with that whole thing and him being psyched and singing the flight song with them too afterwards. Uh yeah, that was, that was way cool and, and just yeah. good for us. And that's why Chambers is so pissed, because all eyes were on us because of it. People were talking about it. Even though it was a D2 game, they're not getting the attention, and they still feel like little brother, even though they're ranked higher and stuff. They got this well, complex.
0: And it's just so weird just because like he basically called out Sean um, and said, you know, you're going to get knocked out, which then I think Sean did a poll and said, I'm thinking – right or left, am I going to knock the next, next person out, which was definitely towards uh, Sean. But, man, like, if I'm now the starting quarterback, I'm not going to go to Twitter and be like, oh, I'm going to get everybody riled up because I'm jealous and I can't – like, like, dude, you're starting quarterback, maybe, you know, probably go watch some film and start working on your craft because you're the backup quarterback and your other quarterback just got hurt and from all accounts – is not doing well. <laughs> well, <laughs> from what I hear, <laughs> not from what I hear, he's not doing well. I, and I don't want to see anybody get
1: hurt and be,
0: be yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want them to get hurt, anyways. Not, yeah. But, but, but like, you, you can't. You can't just start picking fights because now you're the the number one on top, and it doesn't look good. And it's like, just do do what you need to do, man. Like you're a good quarterback. You, you've got the starting role. Like, why? What? What do you have to gain?
1: Yeah. Well, that's why. And that's, like I was say, people wonder why our players aren't on Twitter a bunch and you yeah. know, saying things they, they will like things and they might share stuff from the university, but that's about all you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Don't be the story. Yep. I'm sure when when the coach for the cat saw that, vegan was just like, Oh, are you kidding? I mean, you see that as a coach, you're just like don't do that. Oh yep. my gosh, don't be don't be so dumb. Yep. And that's why I, I I don't mind that how it keeps the tight ship and you know, press conferences, they, you know, they thank their teammates and that's about it. Cause if we don't give any of that material out there, well, you don't have to worry about it. So, yeah, don't be the story. Well, Chambers is the story right now because of his just stupid comments. I mean, just again, <laughs> living rent free up there.
0: I mean, it's kidding. so crazy. It, yeah, it, it's, it's nuts. I, I have not, it, there, we need to come up with like a complex. Like, there probably is a real complex, but. <laughs> So, it's like
1: crazy. This is funny since we're talking bashing on the cast. Yeah. Team, I don't mind. My
0: wife's always like, well, Who are the cast players this week? I'm like,
1: Stetson. <laughs> who? I'm like, Yeah, Stetson. Uh, they're Pioneer League school, not the Cologne, Stetson. But um, yeah. I got some inside. <laughs> not the Cologne. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got some inside information this weekend. Apparently, Stetson didn't fly in until like 3 35 in the
0: morning. Uh, That's nuts. The day before the game, then they bust them to Helena, three hours, because they're 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 uh, um, they had they had a uh, hotel rooms in Helena,
1: yeah, for some weird.
0: They should yeah they should have Stetson should have
1: called like Butler or called us. We'd have told them. I mean, that yeah. one year we b- b- bust our benches over to help that team stay warm when they oh, the Cats, you know, exactly. Um, but they bust to Helena of all places, and then they have to bust back, and apparently, they were asking. Stetson was asking MSU if they could push the game back to four. and MSU, of course, didn't have a choice because of TV things, Um, but there was a serious, I guess, a serious at one point where they were so concerned about their players being so tired, they were wondering if they could just forfeit the game. Wow. There was some talk of that from what I've been told from my anonymous source um, from that side of the state that it was that close to being actually just like forfeited because they were so concerned about the players.
0: Well, I heard that they showed up like just 30 minutes before the starting of the game. Yeah, it was, it was, so, it was not, not a good
1: situation whatsoever. That's nuts. logistically, when I mean, someone really messed up on the logistics of that, but I had no idea until I was talking to that person today. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, can I talk about this? He's like, yeah, just don't say anything about me. I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, had, I, I had
0: heard it. I had heard it on, um, I don't know where I heard it, and I, I listened a little bit of the the other uh, Grizz fan podcast, and they had talked about it a little it's, bit too. So I, I
1: I miss I hadn't gotten a chance to listen to theirs yet, but uh, yeah, I just uh, that's wild. You know, the team would yeah. you think they would call somebody? I can't like we are always ready to help you out if you're playing the Cats. Oh like, yeah. give, like, give us a call. Any team out there is playing, give University of Montana a call. We will answer your questions or heck ask us. We'll help you out. We know what the state of Montana It's like. Yep. Hey, so. I just
0: it's thought nuts. that was
1: pretty wild, but uh we can quit talking about those idiots over there. <laughs>
0: oh man. So you ready to get into any of you? You got a game yeah, this week. I am. I'm pumped about it. I, uh I'm excited because I got to watch some film. I, on too, yeah. well, I don't know if I could call it film though. Cause I, I picked the wrong game. Like I wasn't going to spend too much time. Cause I, I got to, I'm busy and, and trying to, trying to do all these things, but I did watch the, you know, probably half the Utech Utah tech game yeah. and now I, half, I'm like, I'm not watching this. Like basically NAU wow. shot themselves in the foot yeah. constantly in that game. And they just ran back interception six after six fumble, yeah. six turnovers? it was ridiculous. I don't care who yeah. you are to win a game. Six
1: turnovers. Yeah. But yeah there was some things that i took from that game that i saw offense defense i also watched some of the arizona film and i should have watched like we were talking we were talking about this offline more of that north dakota film i yeah. didn't watch much of that game at all mainly the arizona one and uh the utah tech interested me just because of the fact that we just played them and there's that exactly. like opponent just trying to see yep. some of that in those same people but um uh, i mean there's some definitely playmakers uh Oh, yeah. Number number five, the running back. That kid, he's got he's got good burst. Um, has Devin starling. Some, yeah, um yeah, made some large runs. Um yeah, he likes to go to the edge and make that make guys miss. I mean, the guy's got yeah. speed, so our yep. edge our edge rushers are gonna have to contain him because he does. I mean, he if he gets out there, especially if we're in man, he can be down the field before we know it. So yeah. that's that's really somebody to watch out for. They did play two quarterbacks this last game, but it seems like two. Is their main guy.
0: I think he got yanked because he was just struggling. Yeah. Kay Milner, he's the Cal transfer. Mm -hmm. He used to be a four star prospect. Um, You know, he's really done not not overall like well, but, you know, 38 to 64, 458 yards with two touchdowns and, you know, an average of about 152 yards a game. I think he has had a hard, hard time like making sure that the ball's safe. Well, and what um, I noticed is if, <laughs> like, if you get
1: pressure on him, that's when he his accuracy really, really goes south. I mean, yeah. and just, people might say, well, anytime you get pressure, but, I mean, really go south for him. If yeah. he's got a clean pocket, that's when he'll sit there and pick you apart. Like, if he's not getting yeah. any but you. Start, you start hitting him and getting in his face a little bit, he starts getting them happy feet, and then all of a sudden, two isn't keeping his eye on the ball from the center snap as much. Yep. And so I think if we can pressure him and knock him on his ass a bunch of times, even if we're not sacking him, He's gonna have a long day, and we're gonna we're gonna have a good day, and we could
0: hopefully do like Utah Tech and Gradney can get another pick and maybe some other picks. You know, the wide receiver uh, Coleman Owen is Mm -hmm. the leading wide receiver in the Big Sky, and he kind of worries me. He's had 18 receptions for 261 yards and a touchdown. He's got 87 yards average right now. Um, He's he's definitely got some quickness to him. Good wide receiver. Um, I think that I totally agree with you that we're going to have to get some pressure on Milner to make yeah. to get into his head and not want him to take the time because it doesn't look like the what I saw. He does not want to stay in the pocket and get hit. No, um, in fact, what I've seen. He, he gets pressure. He likes to run. He likes to run he a lot excited. and run it out there. Um,
1: but they'll spread us out too. I mean, I saw him going five wides at times. Um, yeah. But they also with the run game they like to pull everybody. Yep. Um, yep. like they'll pull the guards, they pull the tackles, they pull the center. They're always pulling guys and trying to get around to get those linebackers blocked. So that's our linebackers yeah. are going to have to do a good job at shedding blocks, and that's where I hope we were talking about our speed of our D line. If these these linemen are pulling away, we can get down the line and interrupt those plays, so that helps our linebackers out.
0: Well, and one play that they always like they did a lot with their running back is they would have their their uh, quarterback. Um, and shotgun, and then it, I think it was on his right-hand side, and they would run um, across the mm-hmm. quarterback. And so going the long way, uh, I just think that's not going to be conducive with our, our defense. Our defense is going to blow that up. You're going to have linebackers in on that that are going to blow that up. You cannot go crossways and, and have that kind of type of uh, long – Standing kind of run play kind of, um, work itself out. You just can't, you have to go straight up. You cannot do that with oh. this kind of a defense.
1: Yeah. I think our defense could have a, a heyday out there. The last time we played in the, the walk of sky dome, I think that was when Pat O'Connell really broke out. He yeah, a heck of a game. So yeah. I could see our defense just, I mean, really lighten these guys up. And yeah. I, I think our team kind of likes playing there. I know Bobby does cause he coached there for a while and
0: stuff. Um, yeah. In uh, I think wasn't it the I, game that O'Connell ran back a, a fumble? In yeah, Genzo? for a touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I think the
1: camera's right there as he's putting his arms out like. I yeah, mean, he was. Just, yep, yep. So I, I really think our
0: defense could I mean have a heyday out there and do some nice special things. Exactly. Well, and just to let you guys know, you know, there are three games that they've played. They lost thirty-eight to three against Arizona. Uh, it wasn't even not, not even close. Uh, 22 against North Dakota, which North Dakota has a good team. Yeah, they are. They're um, a good. School. And then they lost fifty to thirty-six uh, against Utah Tech, which if you look at that, like six turnovers, you're gonna have a hard time beating yeah. Noma and who with that amount of of turnovers and a lot of those turnovers. A couple of them went for touchdowns, yeah. um, which that would have made a whole lot a lot more difference. Um, in that one game. of them, uh, two through the pick, and there's two things
1: I noticed on that play when I was watching it. Uh, the intercepting team on Utah Tech's running it down, and I saw guys giving up on any, yeah, hustle. Yeah. Now, yeah. that being said, two got knocked down, jumped back up, and hustled all the way down there to the goal line and tried tackle the quarterback. Now, he yep. may have just been pissed because he threw that pick, so that was, I mean, good effort play by him, but the rest of the team, if you watch. They all start slowing up and aren't going hard, unlike our team where you see people just fly to the ball all the time because they know that they're going to get their tail chewed if they don't. But yep. there's that there's that sense of quit in NAU, which you know I try to I, I watch for when you, I love watching the films. You can see that where they're going to kind of they're kind of giving up and it's like oh god this again instead yeah. of. Even when you're in adversity, times of adversity, you need to still
0: step up, and they don't quite do that. So we could we could really take advantage of that. It's interesting because I I believe, and if I'm not mistaken, and and let me know if I'm not, um, didn't NAU have the most FBS drop downs this last year? No, I think you're right. I think I heard that because because I, I think that they did, and I think that bringing so many people from a different culture to their culture. You know, they've had you know NAU has had a lot of great like prospects and a lot of talent yeah. dropping down. I, I just don't think they've really developed that talent and really really done a conducive job of of doing that. Like the, I remember back in the good old days, I guess NAU was a force. You oh, yeah. you, you go to this the the dome and you're just like yeah, that's gonna be a close game. Yeah. Now it's just like they're not a good team. It, it, it's,
1: well, it, yeah, it's it, just not good. All those transfers. It takes the right coach. Because I used to be yeah. an advocate about you can't do that. Well, Dion has proved us all wrong. You can, yeah. you can <laughs> do that, <laughs> and, I, and I think it's awesome what they're doing over in Colorado and how. But he's like Dion's the type of guy that's a super motivator of players and will get the best out of them. Yeah, well, a great person to be able to bring. Especially when you bring a ton of transfers, you got to be able to bring everybody together and get them on the same page, going the right direction. Yeah. All together as one team. And that's sometimes when you do that and bring all these people in from FBS. Well, I'm the
0: superstar. I'm the superstar. I'm the superstar. I'm the superstar. And that's where it can screw things up. Yeah. And I, I like somewhat, I think like Dion, like the, some of that is is a like a front and some of it is actual, like true. Like I think, you know, he doesn't mind being the limelight and being, you know, primetime. Right. And I think that he'll take some of that off of his players and give that to his players when they do well. But yeah. I think, I don't know. I, I'm not sold on Colorado and we can, t- <laughs> we're going to go into that. Like, I guess we're going <laughs> to go into that late another time, but I'm not bought into what they are right now. Just three games in they're doing a great job. And he's done an amazing job of, of pumping that, that brand up to where it used to be that yeah. powerhouse um, I'm not gonna quite believe it just yet. But I believe, gonna... baby. I believe. I'm on board. <laughs> I, I, I was
1: like, man, I would love to play for that guy. So
0: yeah, it, would I, I, nice. I, I gotta
1: admit, I was surprised with the with that Colorado game. And I stayed up till almost one in the morning watching it. And oh. it one heck of a game, but uh yeah, it's uh we'll see. I mean, they got kind of like us, they got some tests coming up. They got USC, they got Oregon. Um yep. we'll see what happens with those guys, but uh Back to NAU. Um, exactly. One interesting thing I noticed in their defense, watching their defense, they run a three front mainly. Uh where they got they got this, and I can't remember his number, but he's got long hair coming about out the back, and he's on the he's their nose tackle that's usually over the center. and He does a pretty good job um okay. at pushing the center back. So our boys are gonna have some, you know, th- their work cut out for the, with that with that guy up front. But I noticed in the Arizona game. They got tight splits down there with the nose tackles are the nose. And then the two tackles are over the guards running more of kind of a traditional three forefront, if you will. Yeah. Now against Utah tech. And I think this is part of the reason they changed it, is they're expecting kind of like we thought the air raid and Utah tech came out running the ball again, which surprised exactly. me in that game, but they had wide splits. They had their nose tackle and then their defensive ends were way out in like five techniques on the edge of the tackles, leaving this big open in the center. And they had all the DBs back there. Cause they're waiting for this air raid. So my guess is we're going to see more of that Arizona front because, as you said, we run the ball more than anybody in the conference, so they're going to expect us to run the ball. Yeah. What I'm hoping for is if we show up and they stack the box like that and they got, let's say, nine in the box, that we start pitching it all over the field on them because Utah Tech could do it. If Utah Tech can throw the ball against them, we should be able to throw the ball against these guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And Also, you know, the – they have a uh, Alex McLaughlin their leading tackler is a freshman i believe oh wow like a, like a true freshman i believe um, 23 tackles you know zero or 0. 0.5 stacks one tackle for loss i believe um i believe if i was not mistaken um it is it is a freshman so that'll be interesting to see uh but yeah, they, they have some talent like that te- that team has always had talent there's not it's not like they can't play uh, it's just Will they show up?
1: Yeah, that's I I think with them you can make them not want to be there anymore. Yep. Um I kept saying that last week that we want to do that with Fair State. We didn't do it. Those guys are coached well, those guys all they know is is winning, and they played their tails off. Like we never took the football out of those guys at all. This week, after watching them, you can do that. There's a breaking point. There's a breaking point. They definitely have a breaking point where they don't want to be there anymore. And if we do that, it's going to be a long day for any and a great day for the Grizzlies. Yep.
0: Yeah. their uh kick returner too, just a, a guy to watch out for George Steele. He's had four attempts for 83 yards. He's averaging about a little over 20 yards, uh, a kick return. So kind of interesting to uh look at him. I don't think we'll have He's a been problem for a while too. I think I recognize yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and our, our, um, We've been kicking. Glasgow's been kicking out of the end zone anyway, so I don't think that that's going to well, be a problem. And with with the air up there, it's going to be it's just going to go anyways. So that's
1: what I noticed with <laughs> that Utah Tech game is either one who was kicking, they were both yeah. booting out the end zone. I mean, it's, so yeah. it's that it seems like it's always that way up there. Oh yeah,
0: which yep. will be interesting
1: to see if uh, our Lawrence or our, our kicker, uh, I always keep Glasgow, Glasgow. From <laughs> Lawrence, I always go Lawrence. I'm thinking Lawrence Kansas. We'll get some opportunities to kick some deep balls because he's got a good. We've talked about that. He kicks the ball well. Comes off his yeah, foot. Great. So, well, his longest year kick
0: was forty nine at Wadres, right? right. That's yeah, first field goal.
1: So I'm sure he's he's going. Ooh, turf, indoors, high elevation. Yes, let face. me kick a fifty yarder. Let me <laughs> kick a fifty five. You know,
0: I let's try, a, say, let's, let's, just, try, let's try a sixty, coach. <laughs>
1: yeah, I get to just see him going. Come on, let me let me do it once. You know, just yeah, give me a shot, but. uh you know with, with their with their defense too i noticed i feel like they're susceptible to that deep ball and yeah. we've had some flashes where guys are getting open if they can get some separation because they, they they usually run man three three deep zone where they got the they're manned up on the outside and they got zone from the safeties and so if we if we can if we can get it where someone makes a mistake back there where the guy that thinks they have man and they break off wrong we could have some wide open guys and we get sam back there feeling good he could throw some dimes and we could see some big plays i think this weekend and that's that's one thing i'm hoping to see is some big plays because i think there's that big play potential of us playing against NAU's defense
0: yeah definitely definitely it it's just a matter of fact of will the coaching staff what will their game plan be like and that's 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 what this year has been so far is what are we going to do what is the offense going to look like? Because I don't really like you think that, okay, three, three games in guys, you know, and we said this last game is by the Idaho state game, you know, we should have a clear picture. Well, I don't really have a clear picture even though I think we're more run heavy right now, just because is it just because who we're playing or is it that, yeah, this is us because I I think Utah tech kind of, like, we, we're going to run no matter what with them. And then they just like, well, we can we can out-bolster Ferris State. And that was not going to happen. Um, and so. In the Butler game, it was like passing the first half, running the second half. Exactly.
1: So, so I, so, I, I don't know what our offensive identity is.
0: We need uh, to find one quick.
1: Yeah, and I'm hoping that in the next two games we find one.
0: <laughs> and, yeah. You know. Well, they're both what both uh dome games, right? Because it's at Idaho State, right?
1: I for some reason, I, oh, here I got it, I got it right here. Just one second, you keep talking, I'm looking.
0: Um, yeah, so NAU, it's gonna be, I believe it's on, it's on ESPN, Plus, guys. It is a shh, shh, go here, it is a two o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Uh, yep. it's actually gonna be on the uh, Montana Television Network. Um, but ESPN well. Does that so mean we great. get Marty back? Because I hope so. I hope we get. I like Marty. Uh, that um, Idaho yeah. State game is in Missoula. Because I believe. Oh, that, it is. Okay, I think that's homecoming.
1: Cool. I think that. Yeah, is I believe
0: homecoming. that is homecoming too. Yeah. But that's yeah, so yeah. the next one, two, three, three games are the next three games are on the um, Montana Television Network. So um, hopefully we have have him back because I'm a big fan of Marty Gordonwig. So oh, I hope we have him back. I love listening to Marty, his stories. And just like, he reminds me like the Dick Vitale of football. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Like, I just I love it, man. That. I can see that. I, yeah.
1: I love it. so I, I haven't heard yet because I hadn't listened to Coulter show yet, but I'm sure they, they'll probably say something about it would be my guess. Yeah. last year on once it transferred to MTN. That's when we got Marty up there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, man. Well, uh, what are we gonna? You know, want to give the keys of the game for this at uh, this uh, NAU game, and then we can kind of go into our predictions, and then go into fan questions. Sure, that sounds good to me. Okay. Um, I think uh, our the keys for defense
1: is getting to the quarterback, and then uh, you know stopping five and not letting him get out to the boundary, containing him. But and then really just playing fast, strong defense. That's, I mean, if we if we get these guys and hit them hard, we're going to take them take that football out of them quickly, and especially if we can get to that quarterback, and get him jacked up, even if they put the other guy in, either one of them, I think that we could get some picks and we could, you know, make them have a long day. And I think that's that's the big key: make sure that the NAU offense has a long day out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with you, like, and that's what I had down: is get to the quarterback. I I want a fast and a good start no matter if it's defense or offense, I want it quick. I want this over where they're going to be like, what, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes gone by. We're already down seven or 10 to zero, like serious. Um, I want a good fast start. And then I want us to open up the playbook no matter what, and let's find an identity. Let's take advantage of our wide receivers. Let's see what fonts and Bergen and Racinelli – and you know, White can do open it up, you know, wide receivers, those four man fronts with Eli Gilman in the back. And let's let's do this, right? Let's figure out what our offense can do and see what Sam can do. And yeah. if you want to have a, a another facet of this offense, throw, you know, uh the other quarterback out there and see what kind of packages, because I, I've heard some people say, well, we can't have two quarterbacks out there. Well, no, that's not true. I I I've, I believe that there's ways that you can use him, and use both of those guys out there on the on the on the field. It's not going to be every down, but there's got to be some packages where you use both of them. I I, I think, but that's just me. Um, yeah, but I, I agree. I think that. Oh, I was just going to say I, uh, I agree with.
1: you. <laughs> I think that. Uh, I think my foot my screen. Is <laughs> um, I, I think that if we can. Yeah a dual package with both of them out there, I think that could throw offenses off. And I'm surprised because I know Bobby likes to put stuff on film at times just to make sure people have to practice it. And so I'm kind of surprised we haven't done that yet, haven't had a formation. Maybe we just haven't had the game situation where we could do that. Um, But what I'm I'm really – It's not like we haven't
0: ran two quarterbacks in the the, the, – I believe like 2008 or 2009 when we had – uh Sell and Roper I believe it was that we we still had those double quarterbacks and we've done it with um other quarterbacks where we've had two quarterback system where one was more throw and one was more run I believe in 2009 and 2008 that was the, the thing as well yeah um so I, I it's not like it's not like we can't do it and it's not like Hawk doesn't know how to do it yeah no i think
1: what i'd like to see too is I mean, definitely it feels like we were we were more run first team right now, yeah. right, with the stable running backs we have. But I'd love to see where it's 50-50 this game, 50% yeah. run, 50% pass, and it's like, okay, if we have 30 passes, we have 30 runs, instead of being so lopsided like this last game where I, mean, I was wrong. I thought for sure they, they were susceptible, more susceptible to the pass and we'd throw the ball. And, boy, it sure seemed we moved the ball down the field when we did do that. So Yeah, we did,
0: um, even when they didn't call it a catch.
1: Yeah, so I, I hope that the fact that we could see Utah Tech moving the ball and I you know some of these other teams moving the ball through the air, that we open it up a little bit more and you know let, let Sam
0: have the reins and, and go for it. That's what I'd like exactly. to see. Amen, man. All right, Luke, what's your score, man? Let's go to predictions. Okay, so I've got Grizz winning 41 to 10. Ooh, okay, 41 to 10. And I added it up. I don't know if we should count this the Ferris State one. Like, I think I wound up winning by three points, but we were not even close. No, that's a to that score. Like, that's I, like an, I was so that's far off. like an omit one, <laughs> like that. That was that was horrible. Um, by our our uh, account, but um, you know, I think it's gonna be thirty-five thirteen. Oh, it's interesting that you um, say that.
1: Um, i did the versus app and they have it at 31 13 Oh. so you're you're real close to what the old Versus app thinks
0: what did what did they say last last week like did not they say we were like like three or four touchdown winner
1: uh i think it was just no i think it was just 14 point win um i oh, don't okay. take a peek real quick it was way closer than both of us were comfortable with yeah 35 21. Oh wow! Okay, is what they had us winning by 21 So Dang. that's a lot closer than we. Had. I mean, just yeah, that was a way <laughs> low. So all right. Now, one thing I, I want to throw out there that that you know I, I like this little versus app to see kind of their metrics and stuff. Yeah. So just want to throw it out there for for Grizz fans listening. They they rank their own FCS based off the metrics. Um, oh okay. And. And so here's what the rankings are right now, according to the versus app. South Dakota State, one. North Dakota State, two. Sacramento State, three. The the Grizz at four. William & Mary, five. Montana State, six. Weber, seven. And then Davis is at ten. this is what surprised me is Idaho, they have way down at
0: 23rd. Whoa. Yeah, I was like, "Why? why? I don't know. I Don't understand. Does that, does that go off of like what they're what they're I think
1: the fact that, that they lost to Cal and they thought they were gonna beat Cal. This app did uh I don't know. Wow, it shows that Idaho's powers four offense is seven, defense is nine. Um they had they have Eastern at uh 25th, but if you go to ours, they've got our power at 13, offense at 40, defense at four. So mm-hmm. I, I'm like, did they screw up on us? Because why I feel like we're high at four. Some yeah, year. that's really
0: high.
1: Yeah, and they, they dropped state at three. at three. Yeah, yeah. stack st- state at three with power of seven offense five defense twelve. I think that's because they beat Stanford. But Stanford, it's this this app. Like I said, as it gets the huh. season goes on, it seems to get more accurate. But I was surprised to see that this week, and I just wanted to share it because <laughs> it was kind of the opposite of what the talking heads. uh out there in the media are thinking not ours, but like the national media going, we oh, yeah. Yeah, even rank the Grizz anymore because they didn't watch the game. They just see a box score and go, Oh, this. So yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. quit bashing on them enough of that. Cause I actually, I actually get along great with Sam. I've talked to
0: him a few times. And- oh yeah. He's a nice, he's a nice enough guy. And he'll give you time and, and, and yeah. talk to you about it. But you know, if you're not gonna watch the game and, and I'm pretty sure he probably he probably did now there's some other people that don't and just look look at the d two and probably say you know you're not okay. going to it felt like he didn't this week because he's like, i'm on my way to europe or something and oh was, yeah he, he, he probably didn't
1: know. like uh, one one of who I really like is big mac uh brian yeah. mcLaughlin he I really yeah. like his takes and him and I've talked to many times yeah about he's different, a good guy. he'll have a great conversation with you yeah, he's a great guy so yeah. i like i like i like his
0: uh his takes a lot on stuff because he'll, he'll actually know. watch the games. Oh yeah. He watches a lot of football. We've yeah. actually had him on the podcast um, as well. And and he, he's a good guy and, and Great. really good knowledge of, of a lot of things as he was, he did a lot of recruiting for hero sports yeah. back in the day and, and amazing, amazing what he, he's done. And uh, yeah, definitely go check him out because it's good stuff. So um, you want to go into some fan questions? Sure. Um, all right, playing... so I know that you have some, and then I have some on Twitter, and then also on Egris. So one of them – oh, let
1: me find it here. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. So from Shay Rosberg, he was asking – we were – and I were talking back and forth, and he's like, you could talk about this. It seems like we were trying our best to use the run game to set the pass up last night, last week, and it was not working at all. And so he's like, why don't we use the pass to set up the run game? And I kind of have to agree with him. I feel like if yeah, last week, I think it was been more advantageous of us to use the pass to help set up the run because they were, even though it didn't look like it, because they had, they were having, having guys drop down, but they were bringing nine in the box and that's just going to stuff your run. If they got that many people in the box, you need to throw the ball. And there was guys getting open. So we'll see with, you know, we do that this week, but I think that was a good point that he made.
0: Yeah. Well, and it, it, it kind of goes into it. Like, did our coaching staff see that? And were we out coached there? Like, if we didn't see that, like, that's huge. Like, yeah. it, 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 that's really big. Like, nine in the front, you would think you would pass. And I, I totally agree. Shay, you said Shay? Yeah. <laughs> Shay. Um, totally, mm. totally agree with him that we should be doing that no matter what. Even if you think we are a running team. If it's not working, you just don't keep on doing. That's that's the definition of insanity. All right. You know, my wife was asking me during the game. She's
1: like, "Why do they keep running the ball?" I'm like, well, let me pause this. I go right now. They've only got like five or six in the box. I go. Well, the problem you know, is, as soon as they have the ball, these other guys come right down in, and all of a sudden we got nine in the box. I was like, I can see it. Yeah. Our coaches should be able to see that. I don't know why they're not doing this. So. Yep. Who knows? I mean, that the one thing. About Ferris, they are very well coached. There's a reason why they've won yeah. so many games. I don't care, yep. I don't care what level of football you're playing. If you're winning that many games, you're doing something Ninth, right.
0: That's like 90 like, like their head coach was like 90% of games that he's won. Yeah. That, that's nuts. It's, 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 yeah, it's just wild. Very, very nuts. Wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, awesome question. Um, we've got one here now. I've got to find it. Um, All right. I've 90, got another one if you want me to go. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So,
1: uh so this was a question from lane again he says do you see the football program using the nil to their advantage to bring in talent i know we're fairly active in the portal but just a question um so Hmm. with that nil we you and i talked to good old grizzlies that just relaunched again exactly um, i was listening to riley and he had kent on and it's, I mean, it's a big deal right now. So our, I mean, here's a great example. Our soccer team just got a three-year NIL deal for the yeah. whole team, for everybody to get money. Um, yep. And so the same thing is happening with football. But what people need to do if we want to get involved in this is go on there and then you can either donate to the NIL collective and go to the players, but people can also go in there and set up individual NIL deals too for individual players and stuff. But it is definitely active and – um like Kent said, he goes, we can support it as far as, like, telling people about it. They just can't be involved with it. It has to be a separate entity from the university as far as, like, like they can help as far as getting the players out there and to letting them know about it, but they can't, like, actually go, yeah, come in here and do this and, and help them
0: get an NAL deal. That's why we have the
1: collective.
0: Yeah, it would be interesting. I, I would like to listen to that because how has it changed? Because, you know, when we first had him on, it was more like, community based and kind of like you do these community outreaches and you get money for it. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see how that has changed since it, it's it sounds like bigger. there's
1: still some nonprofit in it too. But okay. there's also this other piece too. And and um I think it was on uh what is it uh the Grizz Den with Riley um, yeah yeah so he had Kent on one of those I think it was just last week maybe and he really got into it more it's it's a good pod to listen to if you want to find out yeah. more about NIL because yep uh Kent explained it very well I thought just as far as how it's working and I thought it was so cool that you know because it's not just it isn't just about football that yeah. NIL could be for any sport so if you want to help golf out or track or whatever and just seeing how well our our girls soccer program is doing to hear that they've got amazing 50
0: NIL, the they're ranked team. 52nd in the nation
1: that's awesome I yeah can. How cool is that, that they're 52nd and they get the yeah. first big NAL deals, our soccer team? Think yep. of the football team,
0: it's that. So, yep, um, it's definitely active and it will help get people in here. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to get put, put our, you know, women's soccer team on the map, you know? Oh,
1: absolutely. And, and
0: football is, is working too. And so, we'll get more people in
1: here from football, but, I mean... Even though this weekend was D2, we had some recruits there that night yep. game with that crowd, and then O'Malley being there. I mean, that's
0: – yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's hard to beat that stuff. Exactly. Uh This one is uh go Grizz or go home. Uh, wanted to get your guys' thoughts on how the rest were in the game. Don't get me wrong. They got a lot of calls right in the field, but – it seemed like they were trying to dictate every play, every snap of the game. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like it was kind of. Uh, I, I think a lot of the harder plays that I like, we said you know, that that knee down. I didn't see it, yeah. and it was a good call. I don't understand Bergen's catch. Uh, yeah. There were a lot of holding calls that they could have called um that were missed that would have changed that game like they could uh, probably could have had at least five or six more holding calls in that game and there's there was so many just ball
1: bouncing the right way weird yeah. ass stuff in that game besides just the ref like I said we it was third and forever we sacked the guy he drops the ball and it gets kicked down to the first down and they get on it i'm like yeah when does that ever happen i've never seen you know it's like geez, or when, when we're sacking him and he throws the ball up in the air over the top oh, of his yeah. head, and yep. it goes, I mean, throws it out. And out of bounds so that it's yep. not grounding. But, I mean, usually when that happens, it goes in the field of play and you're getting, I mean, it was just like, how lucky can you get? Or did you have the awareness to know that you were perfect there and get it to the right? I mean, just yeah. that stuff baffled me. The holding calls that we didn't get are just ridiculous, and I still don't get the Bergen thing. Like,
0: well, no, see. and I don't get like the, the, how they can call a throw a flag a play and throw a flag, yeah. And and it not, that's what makes me feel like yeah, it was totally dictated. Like the refs got in it and were like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Like it, it did not make any sense at all. So um, strange. And it just totally and I and how hates this, right? You you could see him and 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 they said it on on the pot the the stream too is. Uh, Bobby hates, you know, these long, you know, uh, reviews. And he's just sitting there just like you could tell he's getting pissed uh, yeah. that, you know, a lot of the the momentum was sucked out of that game because of uh, uh-huh. the reviews and the penalties and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And- there was a few times we had changed possession. It's like, oh, they got to review that, And it's like, oh my just pull yep. just,
1: you know, yep. or big plays and they're like, oh, we got to look at targeting here. I'm just like, yeah good lord come on exactly
0: oh so cool. yeah um let's see sorry I'm, I'm reading through here there's a lot of there was a lot of people commenting on stuff oh, oh my gosh is that on um, or what's that on? no this is just twitter like i was like i was commenting uh uh kyler Neal on the um FCS fans nation network and him and i were going like after it and how he was just He's not a fan of the Grizz, so it, and he was just kind of throwing things out there, and I was just like, "No, that's not that's not right." Um, yeah. it, so, yeah. um, but let's see. Sorry, guys. Uh, let's go to E Grizz, and I'll look at that one. So it says, uh, "With a lack of D line depth, who are the candidates to convert?" So we did this weekend, and I'm trying. We to did, did. We had one offensive lineman yeah. come over. No, it wasn't a offensive lineman. It was a tight end. It was Schaefer. Was it a tight end. Okay. Yeah, it was Schaefer. Was it that was. Yeah, Schaefer. Schaefer. Yeah, I think he was. He was a. I think he was a tight end. Why not use Ramos more? I, I totally agree with that. He's a great combination of size, strength, and athleticism. Doesn't it make sense to go to an occasional four man line against the power running teams with running yeah. QBs? And I Ramos. totally get that. Ramos is really young, and I don't think that we'll play a young player. And we've played him in spurts, um, but I think he's a little bit raw, and I think he, he's got the talent and the size and the strength um, where he was committed to Colorado State until that new coaching staff kind of came in there, and then he he got cut. Um, well, I think that the, coach, the coaching our staff
1: knows that we're thin there. Yeah, and that's why we had the tight end. I thought he was an offensive lineman. Tight end come over, and I could see Ramos getting some more playing time and stuff because they've flat out said that they don't want Governor playing every snap. They just can't. No, be, they be can't. effective if you do that. He needs he needs some plays. He needs to be yeah. spelled a little bit. So, we're, I mean, if we have to, we have some offensive linemen that play that played D, you know, D line when they were in high school, or you know started off playing D-line when they were a redshirt freshman for us that went back to offensive line. So we have some of those people. I think we could move over if we had to, I think we're hesitant to do that you know, right away, but at the same time, you don't want to be doing that in the middle of the season. All of a sudden it's like, well, Hey, go learn how to do this real quick. Yeah. I'd rather see us bring some guys over and get them some time on that side of the ball. If we're thinking about doing that and have a, a two-way player, if you will. I mean, my boy Dion's doing it now. He's out now, that hunter guy. But it's like you could have someone that could go play both ways if you needed to a little bit, like especially if they're not a starter on the offensive line. We need help, oh, yeah. defense. Why not use them, especially if they have experience, whether it's from high school or their beginning of their college career?
0: Now, he's I'm not throw, saying, throw something different out there, right?
1: I'm not saying we should take Walker off the offensive line. That guy is killing it out there. No, no, he to be a D lineman. Let him do his thing. He's an offensive lineman now. But some of our maybe
0: third, I, fourth string yeah, yeah, exactly. offensive linemen, yeah, definitely. There, definitely. Maybe, maybe. Uh, he, he our MT Grizz rule that was that first question there. Um, he has a couple more here. If Hauk were to vacate the head coaching job, <laughs> would you want, I can't pronounce his, his name, the Ferris State's head coach, a- Ansi for An- ten, five to ten years? He's a proven winner. He obviously finds big talented DL and OL, uh, which play with attitude. Um, yeah, I would take him, you know, but I, I honestly want someone a little bit younger. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I don't think how going anywhere unless something really major happens. Uh, I would be well, really surprised. He gets some offer you can't. I mean, there's everybody has their offer they can't refuse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, if something like that happened, I could see him going. I mean, he seems pretty happy here. Yeah. He's done the circuit. So, it, I mean, only time can tell. I mean, yeah. if we go win a national championship this year, then I could see him going, okay, leave it on top. I'm going to go do this thing or something because I've seen coaches. Yeah. Or you go, okay, I'm not going anywhere. I want to stay. But, Whatever, whenever that time comes, and it'll come someday when Hauk does leave, we're going to have people like that coach from Ferris. He said how much in those press conferences. He's like, I'd love to coach here. If Hauk retires, I'll apply tomorrow sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it deserves that national search too, though. Like I, I would hope we yeah. do a national search and just open it up and, yep. and, and, see, and see what could happen. Well, I yeah, and I, a few times because Chip Kelly was going to come here
0: at one point and could have had the job and we went with something. I think we went with Stit then. Uh, so that was a miss. Uh, um, yeah, and I, I just think that, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see because this is Haug's uh, last year on his contract. It'll be interesting to see what happens if we don't do as well as we thought what happens with the coaching staff, what yeah. happens with Haug. I don't think that we're not going to have Haug next year. It, does he only get a year? um those things you, you really can't tell what's going to happen it's just gonna have to play out themselves yeah uh, it is interesting to talk about and i love talking about it but you know we're not going to know until after the season probably june or july probably or probably a little sooner you would hope a little sooner probably maybe march april well if, yeah
1: if we were if that was if he was going to leave we'd know early because yeah but uh, anyways that's i mean we're 3-0. We're about to become 4-0 if we play, play NAU right. That's what I'm, yep. I guess we should be more concerned about.
0: So we got a couple more questions that he has out, out here. He's got like five or six questions. So yeah. why why so few quick hitting slants, outs, ins with Hauks teams, regardless of who is the OC? Yeah, we, we saw a couple of those at Utah Tech, and then they kind of went away with them. They were open all night <laughs> with yeah. Utah Tech. And it, I think when uh, How kind of gets in his uh, like mind, this is the what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this. I don't think there's too much straying, and I think that that kind of is the downfall. Is we're true to the core, and where we don't change, we don't change on the fly very much, and we don't. We're not able to to do those things, and I think that that's kind of we're stuck into this kind of. 2000 year 2000 era football where it things don't change. That's just my opinion. Well, I mean, there's again, I'm
1: still, I still don't know what our identity is. Yeah. I feel like we ran the ball at Utah Tech because that's what how to beat those guys. Um, there were plays that we missed on because of our line not creating the or and, and Sam not stepping up like he should where guys were open at slants and some other things that we missed. Yeah. Um, so I just would really like us to see – open up the passing game this weekend and, and find some type of identity. Now, whether that's – I mean, and we're going to run the ball for sure. Oh, yeah. I'd have to see it 50-50, not oh, yeah. 80-20. You know, it's like let's go <laughs> like 50-50 run pass game. Um, the, the play action really started to work for us in that second half of that first game. I'd like to see some yeah.
0: more
1: play action, especially with the amount of – we were running the ball let's run some play action. Everybody's coming down, and it's like, that's going to open people up and hit those playmakers like Fonts and Bergen. And um, I mean, I don't even think Rackinelli caught a pass this last week. I didn't even
0: see him on the yeah. on the field, but so I also didn't see, it, Riley didn't, Riley Wilson. Wilson and, didn't even suit up. I don't know. Up, so. Someone asked him
1: at the press conference. He just shut it down, so I, I'm not sure if he's hurt or he got in trouble, or I mean, I, have no, I don't want to speculate. I have no idea what happened, but yeah, hopefully he's, he's not. I hope he's okay with whatever it may be. Yeah. He could have had the flu. I mean,
0: who knows? Like, yeah. You don't know what yeah. the heck it was, but he didn't suit up. Uh, he says right here, uh, or she, I don't know if it's he or she, but I'm just saying it's probably a he. But uh, <laughs> what will it take for more quick patterns? We kind of mentioned that. You yeah. know, I think that we, we have Bergen, who would be an amazing uh, quick slant, quick in, whatever pattern, and also white. You know, white. Yeah, will be good there too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we have, have so many have good wide people. receivers. Yeah, we have the people. We just need to do it. And then Fonts just blows me. He has like talent oozing out of his arms that just like just throw him deep. Like yeah. he's so fast. Yeah, it it just it and then just Simpson. Like he's six foot six, and you don't use him. The, like uh, use his height. And he's really
1: susceptible to deep ball. So I would. Oh. Love this hit some real nice, big, deep passes for 30, 40-yard gains or, you know, Jeez. straight touchdown bombs. So yeah. We'll
0: see, though. We'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, his last question here is, that wouldn't more of these types of plays reduce the QB pressure and allow playmakers be just that? Um, so more of those um, quick patterns. It, like like this year, going into this year, you, all we all we said, Get the ball to your playmakers. And we are getting it to our running backs. The thing is, is like I heard Riley talking about that on
1: on like some of his things that he was doing pregame. He's like, yeah, we got to get to the ball to Bergen and get Fonts and get these guys involved. And we still have a little bit, but we really haven't like really blown that up. And we really, I mean, there's some glimpses of Sam. with He throws some beautiful balls that I would love to just see us open up the pass game. Yeah, Uh, I know we're going to run it still, and we do have really good running backs. But you know, if if it's not, if we're only getting every first down a yard, two yards, stop, do something different because it ain't working. We need to do something else, spread them out. Uh, so hopefully, we learned our lesson this last weekend and we spread them out some more and get the ball down the damn field.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, I, I hope so. Um, You know, one thing is—is I want to. This is my question, Um, and I—I this is what I said. My question is that Ferris team, right? Do they win? Where would you have them in your uh, ranking of big sky teams? Would they beat four teams? Would they beat five teams? So I think they could beat most of the
1: bottom teams. Yeah. Um, I think they could compete with Weber. Um yeah. I I don't know if they I don't think they beat the cats and I don't think they beat Idaho.
0: No. Um but I think they could maybe beat Weber and they beat Davis, I think. Okay. So yeah, and I, I said they would beat the lower teams Portland State, Idaho yeah. State. Did um, you see that Portland state game by the way? No. 91 to nothing.
1: They beat them. uh, Wasn't a JUCO? Wasn't it a JUCO? uh, from North America, high school team. It was ridiculous. I'm like, come on, and their high school stadium.
0: (laughs) The week before, they got beat eighty to something by Oregon. I'm
1: like,
0: I I think that they would probably be that mid-six team. I think that they would they would make it a game against Eastern Washington just because of their their play and they're dictating it. Um, I don't think – I think it would be pretty close with UC Davis. I don't – I would kind of think that that would probably be more 40-60 UC Davis. I don't know if they would match up very well with Weber. Now, that they both want to do the same thing, but Weber just has so many bigger bodies than them. Um, That would be a tough game. You know, I I think they're they're a mediocre Big Sky team. Yeah. I think – I really think they beat a lot of FCS teams. Oh yeah,
1: definitely, you know? definitely. So they're, yeah, they're they're they got the size and I mean just the will to win too. Those guys don't know how to lose. They,
0: that's yeah. why they never, that's why they never gave up in that game. We could never oh, get 20, them. Get yeah, and you said Thor. And you said that uh, the OVC, right? Mm-hmm. I have no clue who the o- who the OVC has in it, um, but. It's got to be. Well, I'm
1: just thinking geographic wise, you know, yeah. Ohio Valley is kind of, and they're just right above that being in Michigan. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I mean, they, they do have some, like, they could be, I guess, the Missouri Valley, too. You got like uh, Indiana State over there in Terre Haute and stuff. But I, they have so many in the Missouri Valley. That's why I thought maybe the Ohio Valley is where a team
0: like Ferris could drop
1: into. And, okay.
0: So here's the Ohio Valley, Lindenwood, yeah. which is, I believe, a n- new FCS. They beat them. Tennessee Tech. They did beat them. UT Martin. Uh they'd give them a game, but they think they'd beat UT Martin. Tennessee State. Yeah, they beat them. Eastern Illinois. That's their best team, Eastern Illinois. That would be. SEMO. Southeastern Missouri. I so Simo's so. pro Simo's overrated this year, in my in my opinion. Yeah, but I think Eastern Illinois and SEMO is probably their best two teams. Yep, that would be supposed to be their their toughest games. Yeah. Like so they they're third in that. They're probably Battling out for they would be third night automatic night. bid, yeah. yeah. Jeez. gosh, that's crazy. That's, where that's I crazy that that's how good that team is. They're a good football team. That's crazy that they don't have an FCS team in the show. I, I, I cannot believe they don't <laughs> they FCS have an FBS, and that's that's where they're at. So crazy. <coughs> Excuse me, <laughs> now you get me cough. Oh. Yeah, well, well, we got football this weekend. It's just got, it's got to be here sooner, right? That's absolutely right. And the good thing is, is we beat Ferris, so let's get past
1: them. We're three and zero. The opportunity to go four and zero. Exactly. I love playing NAU. Like I, I like playing down there. I mean, that's just a good place to play. They got that guy with the chainsaw cutting stuff. up. That's so awesome. I mean, it's, it's a cool environment, and I think I think our guys like going down there and playing. Um, yeah we've, we've had a lot
0: of success there so I, I look forward to more success this weekend exactly hey guys we want to be successful too so get a hold of us on our uh, platforms on Twitter at on Montana Instagram at on Montana and then you can get a hold of us as well on our um, reach out to us as personally uh but also you know we help us with giving us a rate a review and subscribe to the podcast. A lot of our um, listeners listen on Apple. So give us a review there. Um, Go check us out on our YouTube. Uh, We're a part of the FCS Fans Nation Network YouTube channel. um, And there's also some great stuff on there as well. Um, So, yeah, thank you for listening. We just can't wait for more. I got one more nugget
1: that I almost forgot about. Yes. Um, So anybody who is actually going to the game this weekend, there will be a GSA tailgate. Oh, at the NAU game, they announced that today. So I just okay. to, I almost forgot; I had it written down as a note. I almost forgot. Yeah. So if you are going to the game, then a lot of people will do the flight down to Phoenix and drive up. They are having a, the GSA tailgate, and apparently they're going to have we're hauling a bunch of beer down. The table. Well, and there's <laughs> there's a
0: lot of people. There's a lot of Grizz fans down there. Anyway, like we there's always there's, a, we do always travel really well. Yeah. So yeah. that's so, awesome. That would be cool.
1: Sometimes, like I don't think at Utah Tech we weren't allowed to have a tailgate there really oh because it was dry yeah dry campus oh man, that's why they wanted to to make sure we let everybody know gsa will be putting on a tailgate so show up everybody if you're going go over there have
0: some beers get a little uh lubed up before you go to the game (laughs) and just cheer on them grizz as hard as you can that's awesome that's awesome well guys uh until next time fight on joe grizz